a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. 2.36 is the time in the KSL newsroom. It's also the time here uh, from where I am broadcasting, the guest bedroom in my home in Salt Lake City. Uh, That, of course, in an effort to take the advice that we're giving here on these airwaves to practice good social distancing. Uh, I washed my hands a few times during the program today. Uh, I've been trying to cut back on how much I uh, touch my face. It's a little nervous habit of mine. I'm trying to get that under control. Uh, anyway, I want to take a, a break from coronavirus coverage uh, here during this segment. And in fact, we're going to take the opportunity to, to step away from the coronavirus and coverage of uh, this awful pandemic uh, at, at least once uh, every day during the, the program this week in an effort to uh, pay attention to a race shaping up for uh, attorney general here in the state of Utah, currently occupied by Sean Reyes. He is running for uh, re-election to that position. And a number of individuals, many of them names you recognize, have also filed the appropriate paperwork to run uh, to fill that position. Uh, Greg Scordis is a, a name you certainly recognize. He has uh, filled in on these airwaves a number of times, is often a go-to expert when uh, there are legal questions that uh, our layman minds uh, need help understanding. And he joins me now on the program on the occasion of having filed a run for Attorney General of the state of Utah as a Democrat. Mr. Scordis, sir, how are you? I'm doing great. Are you really in a guest bedroom of your home? Yeah, yeah. I, l- I live down the street from KSL, and I'm in the, I'm in the guest bedroom. The engineers at KSL, they <laughs> set me up with all the equipment necessary. And uh, here well, I, I am with, a, uh, with my iPad in That's front of wonderful. me. I got the cat. <laughs> I got to hand yeah. it to you. That's great. That's great. Well, thanks so much. Tell us first, uh, tell us about yourself, and then tell us why you're running for this office. Sure. Thanks, Lee. So I'm a Utah native, uh, practiced law since 1982, uh, worked as a public defender for several years, worked as a deputy of Salt Lake County attorney for several years. I was Utah's first uh, gang prosecutor. I was the uh, first attorney to try to introduce uh, or to to introduce uh, DNA evidence in in a murder case or in any case in Utah. I've been in private practice since uh, uh, 1996 and uh, have a successful downtown law firm, Um, married with three kids, all very successful. My wife's an attorney. She works for the federal government. Um, And and I've just enjoyed my practice. I've enjoyed uh, the people of Utah and traveling around the state. My practice is statewide. Um, I'm running because I'm just frustrated. I, I supported Sean Reyes, believe it or not. Um, eight years ago, I felt like he was robbed of an election by a, a dishonest uh, Mark Shirtliff and John Swallow. I felt like they were doing some things that were inappropriate, and I felt bad for Sean. And so I supported him. And eight years later, he's doing the exact same thing. And it's frustrating for me to look and see, for just one example of very many leads, a, uh, an energy company, a renewable energy company, has donated to him, to his campaign, $51,000. Uh, 
This was done in 2015, and this is just one example of what has plagued the Attorney General's office, what we call pay-for-play. They give him $51,000. He doesn't seem to vet it at all. He doesn't seem to ask why they would want to give him that amount of money. And it turns out that they're a scam. Uh, Five of their members have already been convicted, but they weren't convicted by the Attorney General's office because their $50,000 seemed to have been uh, served its purpose, and that was to get that office to look the other way. But the feds had no such uh, sense of humor. They weren't going to look away. They indicted these people. They prosecuted them. The last of the five was convicted by a federal uh, jury just a week or so ago, and they're all uh, probably going to prison. Now, Sean Reyes was asked about the money, and and he's made different replies about it. One, he said, oh, we're going to set it in an escrow account and return it. Well, that was absolutely untrue. One, he said, I've spent the money. And so I can't return it. Well, that's absolutely untrue. He's got money in his campaign account. He's got well enough money to refund this, and he simply didn't do it. And so that and uh, the way he's handled voter initiatives, uh, the way that he's handled his his campaign and his people and his staff in the office have just frustrated me. I've had a lot of people from that office and from uh, the judiciary and others encourage me to run, and so I'm jumping in. Well, you, you, sir, uh, Greg Scordis, we're speaking to Greg Scordis, who's running for the Office of Attorney General here in the state of Utah as a Democrat. Uh, he has made it known here uh, what he views to be uh, elements that would disqualify uh, current Attorney General Sean Reyes from the office. Let me ask you this, uh, Mr. Scordis, specifically, what qualifies you to occupy the office? Well, I'm a seasoned prosecutor. I mean, a lot of people think of me as a defense attorney, and I have been. Uh, but I'm, I'm the only candidate of the five that are currently running that has a, a distinguished career as a prosecutor, uh, that has a distinguished career as a victim advocate. I work for uh, various victim groups here in, in Utah, including the Rape Recovery Center, uh, that has a distinguished career as a, as a trial lawyer that, that is not a prosecutor, doing defense work, doing civil work. I've traveled around the state. Like I said, I've practiced in every single county in this state. I've done jury trials in virtually every single county in this state, certainly every district. Um, I think I know the lay of the land. I think I know people. I think I know what the voters want. I look at these voter initiatives and say, as attorney general, we can, we can get these voter initiatives enacted. We can sit down with the legislature and get it done, and we won't just sit back and do what's been done before. So, I mean, I, I've I've been around. I'm a bit of a dinosaur, I guess, uh, but I think I know what we're doing here in Utah and what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong, and I have a lot of experience in that. I've worked with our drug courts. I was one of a couple of people that brought the drug court concept to Utah. I mean, nobody had heard of it uh, before 1995 until we brought it here with a lot of um, resistance from the courts, from prosecutors, but it worked, and it's been a huge success. And in fact, I run uh, with my wife a, a nonprofit Time that, supports, is... that supports the people that are getting through with this drug court system. So I think I bring a lot to the table. Time is very tight. We have uh, about 30 seconds left, and I apologize uh, for leaving you uh, with so little time. But let me ask you this. Presuming uh, you have things your way, uh, you ascend to the office of attorney general. It is day one. Uh, where do you prioritize your energies on day one? 
with the staff, with finding people in the right places that they need to go, with the largest office in the state, just just looking around, deciding where the best use of resources can be and where we're spending money that we shouldn't be and how we can support that large office, which has a tremendous, tremendous staff of good lawyers. Uh, Mr. Scordis, grateful to you for your time. We will certainly speak again as this race continues and uh, may call on you to help us understand uh, some legal si- legal stuff uh, outside of this race. Uh, best of luck to you. Uh, thanks for, for making some time for us. Thanks for what you do, Lee. You're wonderful. Uh, that's kind of you to say. Uh, we, throughout the course of this week, will take a few moments each day to speak to another candidate running for the office of uh, attorney general. Let me real quickly uh, run through the list of folks running to seek that office right now. As a libertarian, there's an individual named uh, Rudy Bautista. Uh, we'll reach out to Mr. Bautista. You just heard from Greg Scordis. Additionally, uh, David Levitt uh, is the attorney down in Utah County running as a Republican. Sean Reyes, of course, again, running as a Republican, and uh, a name you may or may not uh, recognize, Kevin Probasco, uh, running also as a Democrat to uh, seek the office of attorney general, ran uh, against Congressman Rob Bishop uh, a few years ago uh, in Utah's first congressional district. Uh, And the last name I'd mention is John Swallow. You heard uh, John Swallow's name mentioned by Greg Scordis because uh, Mr. Swallow uh, has already once served as attorney general of this state, uh, resigned amidst some allegations, uh, which he has since been cleared of. Uh, but he uh, has just recently, last week, in fact, uh, filed the necessary paperwork to get back in the race and seek to uh, regain the office which he once held. We are going to cover this race, and we're going to start by chatting with the candidates. We'll do that throughout the week. Uh, this week, right now, though, must take a break. And when we come back, we're going to look at a tweet shared by President Donald Trump having to do with how long you and I uh, may be uh, sheltering and practicing this social distancing. We'll break it all down next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.